true. I want to welcome you to another episode of 98.9 WTRH The Truth. If you're not listening to The Truth is False, the Thursday, Thursday podcast with your host and guest host. Who's the guest host? You're the guest host. I am not the guest host. We're both hosts. Well, There's no guest host. With your hosts, plural, H <laughs> Double Park Henry and. Sorry. And your lady there. <laughs> there you go. Starting off wrong already. Anyways. Already. Anyway. I want to remind you that this episode of 98.9 WTRH The Truth is brought to you by Sons of SP Phillips. Visit Sons of SP Phillips at www.sp phillips.com sons of sp phillips is an online store for those who are fashion conscious we have shirts t-shirts sweatshirts and accessories for men and women go check them out good stuff good stuff good stuff indeed for the culture some gorgeous stuff for the ladies hey now the her has her own line hey girl hey hey girl hey <laughs> anyway. so this is episode two and the title of this episode is boundaries somebody gots to go <laughs> somebody has got to go so you know our whole main thing is about relationships and marriage and maintaining relationships and you know we want to make sure you guys get the, the good news because there's too many false prophets who, who have failed in relationships trying to tell people what they need to do what they need what they should do and what men and women want and these people are obviously can't give a man or woman what they want or they can't do the things that they're trying to tell you to do so that's why their relationships fail so we are a one down in the trenches in a relationship so we're going to give you all the good news about it okay <laughs> so as you know we watch a lot of tv lottery well not a lot of reality shows but we catch quite a few and there's some that really catch our interest, especially when it comes to relationships, because again, uh, there's just these images out there that just put being in a relationship in a bad light. And it doesn't have to be like that. And I think, I've said it before, I think this is why a lot of relationships suffer, because people are just taking all this, this negative input into their brains that's coming out of the idiot tube or it's coming off of social media. <laughs> idiot tube. Idiot tube. <laughs> and it's just messing them up. This week, title is Boundaries, Somebody Gots to Go. We're talking about boundaries and a friend or a family member who might be in your mix a little bit too much. Overstepping, overstepping those boundaries. Overstepping. And actually, we just watched, uh, there's a new reality show called Extreme Sisters. Man, and, and we just watched that by accident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this would, be, this would be perfect for this, but we just haven't. It was like the first episode, yeah. like the season, what is it called? The the show just started. So yeah. we just saw the very first yeah, episode. It's, it's a lot, but we don't have a lot of material for it just yet. But trust me, we might have a part two in this. So we're going to put that in the parking lot. We're going to circle back to yeah, it Yeah, we're going to circle back to that. <laughs> so our source material for, for this topic, we have two. So the first one was, this was from the show Family or Fiance. And this was a good episode. Usually some of the episodes are kind of trash to me. Uh, but this one really stuck out. And this one was called Loose Lips Sync Friendships. And this was season one, episode 113. And it was aired on the Oprah channel. And this was on. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't remember. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the people that were getting married was LaShonda and Dre. So here's a breakdown about LaShonda and Dre. The key antagonist was was Dre's best friend, Brandon. There was another one in there, but we'll get, get to him in, in a minute. Or her father, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll get to him. 
don't think. Okay. So here's here's the breakdown. So a bride to be with two daughters, who is Lashonda, attempts to make peace with her fiance's misogynistic best friend, Brandon, before their upcoming wedding. The couple discovers, however, that the key to a successful union lies in prioritizing and protecting their own. Brandon makes comments about Lashonda's children and their looks, and Dre is hesitant to check his friend. Lashonda's father offers no support. Brandon is known to say whatever he wants. So the breakdown of that is Brandon said something about LaShonda's kids looking different and wonder if they had the same dad and LaShonda took offense to that. Well, because he basically called one of the one of the children ugly. Yeah, pretty much. Ugly. Yeah, in so many words he said yeah. that. So and he, he made some other comment along the along the guidelines you can't he didn't say this, but it was along those guidelines you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. But he didn't say hoe. He said something Along else. the lines. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't call her a hoe. He called her something else. And she heard the conversation. And Brandon, again, didn't check him. Nope. He didn't. Dre didn't check Brandon. Oh, excuse me. Dre didn't check Brandon. And LaShonda heard the whole conversation. Yeah. So the, their, whole, their whole conflict was LaShonda feeling like Dre had her back. Right. Like he he didn't. He wasn't standing up for their relationship, their family unit that they were starting. Right. And he was just letting his his friend run amok. And I don't know if it was because he just felt loyalty because they had been friends so long. Mm-hmm. He didn't have the courage to stand up. He felt uncomfortable. Like I don't know why, <laughs> but Brandon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the other part was that Shonda's father, who she definitely did not feel any support from, they had a, tr- a tricky relationship. So he kind of backed up the best friend who he really didn't know mm-hmm. and said, no, he didn't mean that. But I think LaShonda kind of felt alone on an island because, number one, her man didn't step up and say, bro, you got to chill. And then her dad didn't her step up. Her flesh and blood didn't step yeah, up. He didn't to, step up yeah. either. He kind of he didn't side with him, but he said, I don't think he meant it like that. But there's no other way to mean that. But point of this, the conversation is, is checking Brandon. Right. Somebody needed to. And Dre's whole defense was that Brandon's known to... Be loose. Loose, loose lips. With the lips. <laughs> loose with the lips. And he said, yeah, he can rub people the wrong way if you don't know him. But he said, he's like my brother. What I think Dre fails to realize is that when you're moving this deep into a relationship, especially when you're taking on an already made family, you're moving away from the position where it's you and your buddies. You're moving into a new position where, number one, when y'all married, and the Bible says you're one flesh. Mm-hmm. So he needs to, I think he does now, but at the point, I don't think he's realizing that he's in two flesh. But as he's moving into this union with LaShonda, he's moving into one flesh. And this this other flesh that he's moving into has other fleshlings <laughs> 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 that are coming with. I don't want to call them baggage. I don't I don't like calling. Oh, no. I don't like calling women yeah. with children baggage. I don't like saying Yeah, that. he was just moving into a whole different family unit and he had a lot of learning. Yeah, he to did. Do. He did. He did. And I think it was rough. It was really rough for him because at the end, she gave him an ultimatum. It's Brandon or me. So again, at the end of the show, they have to sit in front of their their friends or their family and they're trying to get their blessing. Dre told Brandon, he said, hey, man, I love you. You're my boy, but I can't have you in the wedding as my best man. And this dude broke down in tears. 
Yeah. And even LaShonda told him, don't do it. But I think the smartest thing he could ever did in his life was to do it. Yeah, because Brandon needed a wake-up call. Right, right. Because she would have came back and threw that in his face later. Nah, we don't know that. Yeah, she would have. Because they would have gotten an argument and that that would have came back if she said, no, don't do it if you can't. But I think he had to do it because Brandon has to realize that Dre's moving out of that Bro, two flesh. Yeah. He's moving it to one flesh with somebody else. So now when he's insulting his wife, when he's insulting LaShonda, he's insulting Dre. Right, because that's his family. Right, and her children. Eggman. Yeah, that kind of really upset me when he was talking. You don't talk about anybody's children. Right, right. In public anyway. No, yeah, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm so, I'm joking. Yeah, and, and I think um, Brandon himself has some other issues with LaShonda. Maybe not her, but maybe with their relationship, because now his boy, he probably feels she taking my brother. Exactly. And yeah. it's going to be hard for Brandon to separate himself from it. A little bit. He might have got checked a little bit, but I'm sure they still clashing here and there. But just to understand that, hey, you got to set these boundaries mm -hmm. when you're moving it to this direction. And a lot of times you have to set it. I mean, he should have already been working on setting those boundaries. Yeah. It shouldn't yeah. have been right before they're asking for approval to get married. Right. Or right. getting people's blessings to get married. Right. You know, when when you're moving into this this new this new plane of a union. You should start just setting that groundwork from jump. When you think you're going to make that decision, one of the people you should talk to, you should talk to your family, talk to her family, talk to your best friends. Because they, they're the ones that have been along with you for the whole ride. <laughs> and your ride's change going a different direction. Theirs may not be. So, did you have that conversation with your bros? And the other, <laughs> the other show, now, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. The other show was a 90 Day Fiance with Jovi and Yara. This was season eight, 2021. So the key antagonist in their relationship was Jovi's immaturity, his friends, and some of his, his family members. Do you agree? I just think one friend in particular, I can't remember any family members. Well, his dad has some things to say. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But I just keep thinking about the friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jovi's issue is he's used to the party bachelor life in New Orleans. He's life with alcohol, strippers, coming and going as he pleases, lack of responsibility. His fiance, Yara, who's from the Ukraine, becomes pregnant, wants Jovi to take a more take more responsibility and be more considerate and quote unquote grow up. Yeah, she was telling him that <laughs> often. No, no, Jovi, no, shut up. <laughs> I hate you. Don't touch me. <laughs> You sound just like her. <laughs> you, I'm pregnant, Jovi. <laughs> no, now that's one. What's it called? Impersonation. Yes, that's one impersonation <laughs> that you can do correctly. No, Throw Jovi. the rest of them out the window. <laughs> Jovi is known to cater to his friends more than Yara. So Jovi works out on the waters for four months. He comes back. The first thing he wants to do was go to his friends. Not his wife. Man, when he gets off the plane, he already got a drink yeah, in his he, hand. He has a like, drinking problem, too. Young man has a problem. Right. <laughs> uh, best friends and family cast a lot of doubt that the marriage will last. One friend sends Jovi upstairs with a stripper the night before a wedding when Jovi was supposed to be home an hour ago when he's out two hours past the time he promised to be home. You know, and I that friend really rubbed me the wrong way. Worse than Brandon in Family or Fiance. Yeah. But Jovi... 
should have taken accountability. He was like, well, if you're making me do it, I guess I'll just go upstairs. Yeah, he, he doesn't so. really do that. He doesn't take accountability for anything. And he, he's really just, he's, he's very immature and he's very ignorant. And selfish. Selfish as well. Mm-hmm. Jovi definitely has a friend that he needs to do more to set boundaries with. He needs to get rid of him. He's, he literally has to go. And Jovi is probably that friend too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that the married friend probably cut him off. <laughs> probably. Probably. Because he had a married friend. He said, I can't go in there with you guys. Yeah. So, I mean, he goes hang out, but he's he, married. He has a baby. And he knows when he, when he needs to go home. Right. And he, he knows his boundaries. Yep. And he said, well, I got to go. Jovi's one friend that sent him up to the stripper, I think he was actually trying to sabotage. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's another one of friends who don't want you to grow up, who don't want you to be here, and not understanding that the two becomes the one type of deal. Mm -hmm. So, Jovi, get rid of your buddy there, buddy. I don't even remember his name. He's irrelevant. Yeah, he is. So, our topics here... Those are just our source material. So our topics here, number one topic was uh, relationships change once you're married with friends and family. Because you do have friends and family who try to hold on to the old you. Like Jovi's friend and like Dre's friend, Brandon, they have a hard time accepting that their friend is moving forward in their lives and they're still in the rears. Yep. And that's a hard concept because when you're young, you have this ride or die mentality, friends to the end, uh, love them and leave them type of deal. And when one of your friends finally get to a point where like, I can't do I that. I don't want to do that anymore. I can't do that. You know, they get their nose, their nostrils wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Before you're ready to accept reality, then you just got your friend just sitting in the wind. They won't let you progress. They keep trying to remind you of how you used to be. Oh, remember how you used to do this and how you used to do this. You know, certain things didn't work out for you when you used to go to the clubs. You know, you remember all the strippers you gave money to or laid up with. They're just stuck in the past. No, I have not laid up with strippers. (laughs) I have not. I most certainly have not. So back to my question. What's that? <laughs> What's did your question? You, did you have that conversation with your home homeboys? I didn't need to because most of my boys were married before me. I was. Oh, like, so you were the one that they had. They, a- you know what? <laughs> were you Jovi? I was not. Or Brandon? I was not. I was not. Let's be honest. I think some of some of them thought I would be. Their wife thought I would be, but I wasn't. You know, I number one, I'm I'm a I'm an introvert, so I'm a loner. And the stuff that I did when I was wilding out, my my buddies didn't really do. So the guys that I used to hang out with, we kind of just grew apart. But I still had my core crew. Mm-hmm. But my core crew was married. Almost. Here you come bringing up the rear. No, no, no. They, I, I think most of them was married decades or two before. That's what I said. You come bringing yeah. up the rear. Well, I had to find what was for me. Hey, man. Yeah. So, but a lot of people were shocked that I was married. <laughs> I think some people still are. Can we have some heart tales? No, nope. you don't want those right now. So, I didn't have friends that needed to be 
checked. I know there were some family members that just needed to see me in a different phase of my life, but that was already starting to happen before marriage. Um, so there was really no conversations that needed to be had on my end because everybody was just like always, when you get married, blah, blah, blah. I think it was a, I don't want to say a difficult transition for my family, uh, but I think it's something they had to work through because there were so many changes that were coming that I know I wasn't prepared for and that maybe a few of them were not prepared for, but you know, we had to make adjustments. <laughs> no, I don't know. Well, I mean, things change. Priorities didn't change or anything like that. I mean, my wife becomes my number one and my mother becomes number two. And, uh, you know, it says that in the scripture that you'll leave your mother and father to be with your wife. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think, I think there was just some difficulty with the transition in the situation just because of how we were. Uh, but like I said, we had to make adjustments like holidays and stuff. Yeah, I was just yeah. about to say, yeah, that was like holidays mm-hmm. were, were difficult and where we kind of had to have a conversation where they were trying to have a conversation with me that didn't need to be had because I said, we're straight on ours. You know, they they were brought up in the way their marriage was is not the way ours is. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't too many boundaries that had to be made. Now, with social media. I've had to set a few boundaries with a couple people because just because of comments I don't like, and you know. Now you know you have to get into that. No, it's it's just it's nothing major, but sometimes people over overstep their bounds, and uh, social media sets up transparent and vague boundaries where people get on social media think they can say and do what they want to do, and they think that they need to know everything, and that's why I'm not on it's, social exactly. media. Exactly, they'll make a comment. Let's say, for example, the night we got married, there was a, a fight. McGregor and well, who's that? Who was he fighting? Mayweather. Mayweather. Floyd. They, oh. they were fighting. So I almost said Connor, no. <laughs> but Connor McGregor yeah. is one person. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they were fighting, and you know, our wedding was like a brunch wedding, so it was early in the day. So we had a lot. Of, we had the rest of the evening to kind of do whatever, and me and her were kind of running around just doing whatever getting something to eat we didn't have anything really special planned after the wedding ceremony because once everything was over it was over so we were just preparing for the next day so i just went on social media because i wanted to know the results of the fight so somebody made the comment he said man you just got married you need to be dealing with your wife or such and such <laughs> so that pissed me off and i had to tell him i said what i do and what i'm dealing with my wife is my concern and not yours either you got the answer to the question or you don't and just stuff like that. Don't you don't like people insinuating how I need to deal with my wife, whether it's in a joke or anything, because that's a boundary you overstep, and that's right. that's private. Right. And then your wife wanted to know the answer too. Exactly. She the one. <laughs> she the one told me to find out. Right. Right. So, but just just things like this, I, I find social media to be very intrusive. When you're in these relationships, you have to set boundaries in the physical plane and in this plane of the electronic age social media and we've said it before keep your relationship off of social media keep people out your business your relationship will last longer absolutely yeah because people today feel like they have a right to access you at all times even if you're 
you know, even people that you may not be following or friends with, if you've got a conversation going on, they're asking questions. Well, who was that? Who, who was he? Who was he married to? People you don't even know. People get in your inbox trying to find out your information because they feel like they have that right to know what's going on in your life. That's why I'm not on social media, because if I want you to know what's going on, we you'll know. We tell you. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not convinced, however. Yeah. yeah. So, bottom line, all relationships need boundaries. And that boundary is an imaginary line that separates me from you, the physical plane, your feelings, needs, and responsibilities from others. Personal stuff. Boundaries also tell other people how they can treat you, what's acceptable, and what isn't. That's the purpose of boundaries. Without boundaries, people may take advantage of you because you haven't set limits about how you expect to be treated if they are needed. I set boundaries, not just relationships. Even, I set boundaries outside of everything. Because I work, seems like everywhere I go, I work with the type of people that like to be in your business. <laughs> and I remember. You do. That, and that's... And I don't like it. <laughs> and I have to set boundaries on them. I'm like, you ain't got to tell me that, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to tell me that. Because yeah. I'm like, hey, how you doing? They be like, hey. This happened, this happened, yeah. and you won't believe. I'm like, whoa, overload. I'm like, I just said hi. Yeah. My husband's tried to choke me. I'm like, what? <laughs> Man, too much there. I had a job interview once, and this guy was, we were, we were talking, and he said something. He said something along, along the lines of pers being personal. And I said, I believe in being personable, but not personal. And he uh, he sat back in his chair a little bit. He was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I like that. Then he repeated it to me a few times before I left. And I said, yeah. I said, you know, I can come to work with you and everything. And I was like, hey, how you doing? Chum it up, chum it up. But I'm not telling you anything that I feel you don't need to know and vice versa. And I said, it's a lot of that in the workplace. And people can use that stuff against you at work as well as in your family and your friends you're the biggest conspiracy theorist who me <laughs> you don't trust anybody hey. <laughs> you didn't start telling me anything until after we got married because <laughs> i got you now you invested <laughs> the tree is rooted it ain't going nowhere and the same can be said about me <laughs> you're invested you're stuck so anyway, so along with these boundaries with friends and family, things that may be considered normal routine for one partner may be completely foreign and uncomfortable to the other, even offensive. Especially with when you're, we're talking about when you're as two flesh coming in one, there may be a relationship that your partner has with somebody else that makes you uncomfortable, whether it's family or friends. Key thing to do is communicate that. I was sense. just about to say that. Hey, yep. I don't, I don't like how your sister coming over here. That extreme sisters would be great for this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that man. That we, we just don't have enough material. Well, we can just talk about that one episode for that example, setting boundaries. Go, the, go ahead. The um the young younger sister. sister moved out but didn't want to move with roommates, so she moved in with her older sister and the older sister's husband. husband and in the middle of the night this younger sister well 21 you still you're grown They're adults. They're adults. yes in the middle of the night would sneak into the bed with her sister and yeah. her brother-in-law that's too much so when they would wake up in the morning the 21 year old sister is in the middle of the husband and wife dude if that ain't a boundary that has been overstepped i yeah. don't know what is yeah. and that that probably makes him uncomfortable that would be i'm gonna tell you this 
um, as far as I know, I don't know this for certain, but I think the majority of men wake up with what we call morning wood. <laughs> Did you really just go there? <laughs> but I'm serious. Yeah. But I'm serious. Majority of men wake up with morning wood. If he turns over and he doesn't know she's there and something brushes against her, that's weird. Well, then he even said her feet was touching him in the yeah. bed. Like, come, girl. Yeah, that's, that's, his wife should know better. She should have yeah. been checked that. Because especially if they're having an intimate moment, it's like, when is she come? when is she sneaking in there? Right. Before, if she comes in there after, that's kind of nasty. I didn't even think of that. Thanks. Right. Because it looks like he sleeps on his side. He, like well, I do. That was. Well, she would, ha- he would have to if she's sneaking up in between them. Yeah. Those are extreme boundaries <laughs> that have to be set in a relationship. I mean, that's just crazy, man. You got a friend who, if you got one of those friends that I call them can't get rights, you may have to seriously break up with that friend because you got that friend who just craves for that attention, who always needs your help or might purposely put themselves in predicaments that where you have to help them or where you have to focus on them, especially if you're getting in a relationship. Because those are the ones who they're probably, it's called codependency. Mm-hmm. And if that person is more dependent on you than you are them and they can't find a, a boyfriend or girlfriend, they're going to continue to sabotage. Like Jovi's friend tried to sabotage because yeah. he's probably codependent on Jovi because he doesn't have anyone. Right. But he's probably stuck in his, his younger years. You may literally have to break up with that person and tell them straight up. It's like, hey. Yeah. And also, like you were saying, like being communicating with your partner um, about what's going on, because like you may not see it. You may you may be blind to what's going on because you're so used to it. That's true. And when your uh, spouse brings that to your attention or your fiance or the person you're the person you're seriously dating brings that to your attention, you have to be open to that feedback because they're actually on the outside looking in so they're showing you or telling you what they see Mm -hmm. and you have to be receptive to that and then decide you know if this is the direction i want to move uh toward with this person i need to check what's going on with my friends over here absolutely because you have friends who uh who are so codependent they can drain your energy they can drain away complicate the things that are going on in your new relationship absolutely yeah I was never that friend. <laughs> I wasn't. I believe it. When I when I moved, when I left my hometown and I moved in with my best friend and his wife who had just got married, I stayed on the cot in his son's room and I made it my point to be out of their way. Mm-hmm. So when I got up, I went to work, I would come home probably like six or seven. I would just go do something. I mean, I had to explore the city. I had to learn the city and find stuff to do. So I kept busy. And even my mom said, you know, stay out of their way, mm-hmm. which I didn't have a problem with. Again, because I'm an introvert. I'm a loner. I can, I'm a Gemini. I can entertain myself anytime. Oh. <laughs> yeah, psycho. So that wasn't a big deal. And then 30 days, I was out. Of, I had my own apartment. So it wasn't a big deal for me. And I didn't want to be that friend. Right. I knew, I knew my boundaries. Now, when I got married, I think my parents tried to set their set boundaries they didn't have to set (laughs) (laughs) you mean when we got married (laughs) yeah they they tried to set boundaries and it's oh no we don't we don't want to interfere with what you got i said we don't have anything going on (laughs) (laughs) it was like pulling teeth because my mom tried that too (laughs) yeah well we 
it's so it's like she does it more now. I'm like, you don't want to come over and kick it with us? But she'll go way over the other right. side. <laughs> she'll go clear the other side of town and hang with that guy. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I kind of think my parents were doing that even before him, before I got married, when I got my own apartment. Oh, we don't want to be in your way. You know, if you got something to go, you guys got to do, go do it. And I'm like, we don't have anything to do. You know, we want to spend time. No, with you, no. We want to spend time with you yeah, guys. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that, that's cool because I bet, I guarantee when my mom and dad got married, I know they had to set some boundaries. <laughs> with who? <laughs> Knowing my dad the way he was, my dad was cool. He had, he had his friends, but he was private and he was a minister. So I think when he met my mom at one phase of his life, then he became a minister, his whole life changed. So he had mm. to change some certain things. And growing up, I had some pretty wild uncles. <laughs> <laughs> so I know they probably had to set quite a few boundaries because my mom had a pretty big family. She had uh, she had like three or four brothers that I, that I think, I, I think, because my my grandma from Alabama, so I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, she had three or four brothers that I knew, and then of course, my uncles had kids and stuff like that. So there's there was a lot of boundaries. So I think that's why we spent a lot of time at our grandmother's house because we couldn't be in a house with my dad like that. Because mm-hmm. you know, he's my dad. <laughs> you, you know, yeah, you know, I get that. You know, because he he did a lot of stuff. So yeah, I, I can almost guarantee that. Yeah. Uh, so here are a few things, a few tips on how to set boundaries. You want to name your limits, uh, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. What can you tolerate or accept? You want to tune into your feelings. How does it make you feel? Be direct. Let it be known and don't back down from it. Yep. That was something that I struggled with a lot because I'm really a people pleaser. And yep. I will back down how something makes me feel in order to please somebody else so getting married um even leading up to you know us dating and getting engaged i had to start setting those boundaries of what i would and would not do what i would and would not accept from people um and it was hard on me it was i had to tough through it and and learn how to do it to stick to my guns on what i would and would not tolerate Uh, give yourself permission and don't feel guilty about it and of course that was part of my issue too is because I felt guilty not being able to usually do the things that I do had to check it in yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I had to check it in (laughs) and I got support (laughs) yeah and, and when I when I said that when I say check it in I think there was one situation where I did get upset wasn't it only one <laughs> that I can remember but the thing is I communicated with that with her now she didn't like it because it's like she, like I said she likes to help everybody but you know I felt like we were she was kind of getting away from what we were doing and I didn't mean you know I didn't say I command you to stop <laughs> I just <laughs> I forbid you I forbid you but you know we, I saw a pattern. I just kind of was like, hey, we got to talk about something. We, and yeah, and I was receptive to the conversation. You were very supportive to help me work through it because that, it was basically a change in my behavior. Yeah. Um, you know. Because that uppercut was coming. <laughs> uppercut these. <laughs> <laughs> 
you want to make self-care a priority put yourself and your relationship first and that's how you're able to focus on what needs to change so that relationship can continue to thrive and um you know move in the right direction hold on what that make self-care a priority put yourself first be positive i want to take that back to how you have those friends that can drain you Mm -hmm. emotionally they'll try to manipulate you with with what they're doing especially when you're trying to set these these boundaries if you let them put that energy in your head of course you're not taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. because you're going to feel guilty about it they're going to make you feel like you're abandoning them yep And, and that's where you have to remember to put yourself and your needs before theirs now they're not gonna like it you're not gonna like how you feel or how they're gonna make you feel but it's what you got to do and that's why you lean on your partner for support um yeah <laughs> that'll help boost your confidence and your morale uh to help you get through it you also want to consider your past and present oh you want to look at where you've been versus where you're going and Know that some people may not fit in this new direction. Breaking up with your friend. Yep. Breaking up with a family member. Well, I mean, you really can't break up with a family member. You might just want to love them from a distance. True that. (laughs) True that. True that. And the worst thing you can try to do is try to hook them up with somebody to occupy their time because that's not going to work because now they're going to want to double date. (laughs) They're going to want to double in and that's going to be worse because then you got two extra people in your house walking around their socks and no shoes or going in your refrigerator and stuff like that. So no, 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 no. Uh, Practice self-awareness. Continue to process the situations internally. Do not give in. Don't give up. Don't break. Don't bend. Stick to your guns. If you got to have a conversation again, you have it. Start small and build your way up. And don't overwhelm yourself with trying to cut this person off. Don't just do it all at once, you know. I mean, don't let it build up, but don't be like, listen. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. You don't do that. Because that might set set a chain of events. You might not be ready for it. They're just coming over unexpectedly. Hey, can you... Call me, first. Call first. Give me a text. Because, you know, might be walking around in rollers and underwear. <laughs> rollers and underwear. Right. <laughs> and then if they if they call, because then what they might do... Call like, a day outside. Yeah. Hey, I'm in the neighborhood. It's like, well, why are you in the neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> you live on the west side. <laughs> <laughs> you live 30 minutes away. What you doing right, in the neighborhood? Right, right. Stuff like that. Then they might just start calling all the time say hey you know chill <laughs> i am truly blessed that we don't have that somebody just popping over or calling or you don't have one of those friends that i need to check <laughs> my my friends know my energy so that's that was never anything i was worried about and my family knows my energy too yeah they all know you're rude and stubborn so everybody uh, tries to stay away from you uh, <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever so we have this book here now we haven't read this book but this book was given to us and we're gonna read it and um we made part two on this because like i said there's another show with these extreme sisters and stuff like that 
we're going to dig into that, just kind of talk about that and how those boundaries are being crossed. But this book is good for anybody who needs to set boundaries because it was, again, it was given to us by somebody who admitted to me that she had to read it because she was, she was one of those people who were trying to do everything for everybody, trying to make everybody happy, not taking care of herself. And to the point where people were only coming to her. Yeah, they expecting yeah. that you were going to fix it. Yeah. And then when she couldn't fix it, they they would drag her down. They would give her that negative energy and manipulate her with it. But she read this book. It's called Boundaries. And it's written by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. We haven't read it yet. So I think we'll, like, like to her said, we'll park it in the parking lot and we'll circle back around and discuss this book by itself. And just looking at the table of contents, Looks like, it looks like, it looks like it has some great topics like 10 laws of boundaries, common boundary myths, the boundaries in your family, boundaries in your friends, your spouse, your children, work, yourself, work, yourself, <laughs> boundaries in God. So boundaries and what was the last one? Boundaries in God. Boundaries in God. Yeah. Okay. Even resistance to boundaries and even measuring success with boundaries. So yes, yeah, it's, it's quite a, quite a bit. It's not a, doesn't seem like a long, a, it's not a really big book. This is a paperback. It looks like it has about a little bit under, oh, a uh, couple hundred, 300. That's not a, that's not a big book. There's Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. Uh, I advise you to go pick it up and maybe in one of our later episodes, we'll come back and we'll discuss the book, tell you what we thought about it and move forward on it. As we end the episode here, just want you to, just some advice we want to give you. We always say communicate, communicate, communicate. Communication isn't just talking. It's just, it's not just verbalizing. It's all, it's also retaining information, processing information, and putting the information to work for you and your spouse. Now, every time your spouse has an issue or communicates a problem, that doesn't necessarily mean the problem is with you. The fact that they're taking the time to communicate that with you shows that they want to continue to close the gaps that may still be in your relationship or that may be forming. Right. And part of communication is active listening. So what you just said, you know, you're you're listening, you're paying attention and it's not just listening to respond. It's listening to understand and making sure that you're open to the conversation you're not getting on the defense and you're really having this volley per se of this you know back and forth conversation right right well the her that was some pretty good information that you gave us there so we're going to conclude this episode this episode mm -hmm. of the Thursday Thursday entitled boundaries somebody gots to go <laughs> We want to let you know we have a new series coming up called A Couple of Couples, uh, where we're bringing in different couples to talk about these same topics, boundaries. I was just about to say, maybe we should have a couple on with this boundaries discussion. We should have the couples that gave us the book. Yeah, yeah. that's a good. We should reach out to them to see if they... They'll be a part of the couples. A Couple of Couples series. I uh, don't know how many couples we are going to have in this series, but... Um, I've already started recording one couple. 
I'm looking to get a couple more recorded before I start editing and start placing them on our podcast site. But we're going to talk about boundaries, the submissive wife, the love languages. We're going to talk about the obstacles they face, the conflicts, how they met, all the good stuff, all the good stuff. We want you to hear the stories or the information from the people who are working on relationships, not those who failed multiple times and are not accepting where they were wrong in the relationship. We want to talk to these people who say, hey, this is what we're doing. This is what we struggle with. This is how it works for us. Now, what we say may not work for you, but we want to give you all the right information. And also, if you didn't know, you can catch us on online radio shows on WNVU.org. We have a Sunday morning gospel show at 8 a.m. called The Two Harks, Music, Inspiration, and Fun. And at 4 p.m., also The Two Harks, Music, Inspiration, and Fun on GospelImpactRadio.com. Then we have our 6 p.m. radio show, The Two Harks Sunday Show, playing your favorite gospel, R&B, hip-hop, jazz, jazz, and soul. So definitely listen up. Please listen up. Follow us on Instagram at the two hearts and on Twitter at M-S-T-A-J underscore H-A-R-K. Right. Follow us, like us. And check out, what's the website? Sons of SP Phillips. www.sonsofspphillips.com. We got something for the guys with beards. We got something for the dudes with the froze. The ladies with the natural. We got something for those women who who want to who want to feel gorgeous and want to express it to the world. And we got stuff for the culture. And they also have some some shirts to display uh, freedom, equality, and justice for all. So check out the website www.soundsofspphillips.com Order your shirts, coffee cups, whatever you see on there. It's going to be an online thrift store. There are blogs, links to our podcast. There's a lot of big things going on with Sons of SP Phillips and the Two Harks. So until the next show, next time, or every Sunday when we talk to you again, have a good one. And thank you for your ears. Thank you for your waxy ears. <laughs> thank you for your ears. 98.9, the truth Columbus in everywhere. WTRH. And now listen to the truth in its force. Because I'm your wife. You can't fire me. We in this together. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth.